So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Andrew. I'm John. I'm James. And I'm Bobby Mahoney. And we're asking some questions today about their upcoming EP, We Go On. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? So far, so good. We're pretty happy with how people are receiving it uh, thus far. Um, you know, people seem to be really enjoying it. And it's uh, it's been a while since we put out some new Yeah, it's been music, a really long time. So, you know... It, People are, seem to be excited, so we're excited about it, too. Hell yeah. Sure. EP's very good. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank, yeah. Thanks for it out. Uh, is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? Yeah, so uh, we go on. Uh, I kind of wrote it as it's supposed to be positive, but the chorus of the song is, uh, you know, every everyone and everything will be gone, but we go on. So it's this idea that, you know, again, you know, what is legacy or I, you know, we're all, you know, end up back to, you know, the earth eventually anyway. So it's like this idea of like, you know, trying to be looking at it in a positive way, you know, as morbid and terrible as it sounds like, look at it, like, you know, we gotta enjoy ourselves while we're here now and just be good to people as best we can. And, you know, the energy that we put out into the world will be here, you know, after we're gone. So that's kind of the idea It's like, you know, I didn't, I really, really, really didn't want to make a pandemic record. And I really like all these songs were written before the pandemic. And I really purposefully like ahead of the time, like I really don't want to write like a, you know, uh, some a net record about, you know, coronavirus or bullshit. Yeah. Like, that doesn't interest me. But these songs though, a lot of them are about kind of resilience and about, you know, uh, sticking together and camaraderie and, you know, getting through tough times and, you know, um, being a, a creative person in the current world also. You know a lot of it also and uh, the cover art uh rb row uh yep, from save face and uh tough stuff did our uh yeah. was awesome That's and cool. uh, they did an amazing job uh we threw together a bunch of just like imagery from the you know from the songs from like you know one of the songs is called no amens in this van about the time we broke down in miami mm-hmm. so hence you know the van on the water and uh my dog sundance passed away right before we did the artwork so I, we put a little puppy in the uh, window which was oh, nice little, i'm glad rb was able to add that last minute so that was really that means a lot to me so that's like my favorite part yeah uh, like and the gritting of the sky uh i kind of wanted like a vaporwave kind of feel um so it's yeah it's all over the place honestly but i was really excited with what they came up with and uh you know i, I think you guys like yeah, that it was, yeah it was different yeah. way different than anything mm-hmm. we've had before yeah mm-hmm. super sick uh so can you guys tell us a little about your writing process for the cp um, so again, these songs were all written, like, or at least st- conceived before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, like just before the pandemic. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. About like a month before is when we really like started working on the songs. Ouch. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I kind of started them, I, a lot of times I'll start the song sort of acoustic and then bring the guys a demo and I'll have an idea of like what the parts are. But and then I'm like, guys, you know, make this not suck. You know, and so he like, plays a real drum part on it, you know, and then, you know, Andrew puts a great guitar part on it, you know. I usually come up with a decent guitar part. Usually, usually <laughs> okay. like, the guitar parts I can usually do. Drums, James is like, no. John really helped us out in the producing stage with these songs in the pre-production. And, you know, we all really came together with these songs. And our pal Hannah Reeve also helped out with some of the lyrics on one of the tunes. And uh, when we were broken down in Miami. So, like, that song we started while we were, like, in the hotel room in Miami, like, hoping the band is going to get fixed the next day. Mm-hmm. So some of these songs have been around for a bit and, you know, I'm just excited to get them out and to show them to people so I can move on. Yeah. Definitely. 
Uh, so I want you for to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and what it means to you. So and then I, I, I can, I need a minute probably, but you- I know mine. Yeah, okay, go for it. I'm like a bad, bad penny. I just keep turning up. But <laughs> as far as what that means to me, I don't really know. It's just the <laughs> lyric that like seriously stands out and rolls smoothly. It's a very nice line in the song. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> it, to me. it sounds like a really good lyric to sing, but as far as what it means, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Enough. Enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sucks when you find a penny face down. When you find a penny. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's bad it luck. It's a, it's a phrase. It's a, you know, a bad penny. I just keep turning it up. I didn't come up with it. It's a, a lot of, most of my songs, even the title of the Flame is a, you know, it's a cliche. I can think of a, uh, I think I first heard as a kid, like uh, Willem Dafoe in the first Spider-Man movie saying, like, I'm off to the flame. <laughs> yeah. Like that. That's what I think of when I hear, uh, you know. uh, but like Bad Penny, I just keep turning up. To me, that's about like tenacity and my uh, not being willing to stop or being, you know, like in that, like, you know, people have always, you know, people tell, just try to discourage people from music, you know, life and the arts and things like that. And like, you know, no matter, you can't get rid of me, it seems. You know, for some people, be like, still this kid's still yeah. here? Like, Jesus, you know, like, yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I feel like, a, you know, I'm a bad penny. I just keep, you know, you can't get rid of me. And that, that lyric is in the new single that just was. It oh, is. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you guys? Mine is also from Moth. And, and tell me if I'm getting the lyric wrong, but I think in the first verse you say, Brooklyn, the Brunswick, to Brunswick, I can do it in my sleep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love that lyric. That, I feel like it's just like it's just about like the commitment to like the creative life, you know? Yeah. Well, we've definitely had like that lyric to me. We've had a number of drives where right. Brooklyn to Brunswick, we could definitely do that <laughs> during nap time. Honestly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a little too close yeah. to home sometimes. But. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. We. Our biggest drives were from Virginia home, Ohio home. Yeah. That was overnight. Nice. Uh, I am the nightwalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But James is usually, when it comes time to get down to serious driving late at night and everyone else is asleep, usually James is in the driver's seat and then I'm in the passenger seat, like barely yeah. staying awake, just trying mm -hmm. to make every once in a while, like kind of wake up. Couple, <laughs> yeah. A couple of Red Bulls and whatever random candy catches my eye at the time, and we get through it. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. There you go. Love that. Yeah. Um, uh, favorite lyric? Oh, uh, probably the, uh, it laid on me, the flower power and violence lyric. I thought that was timely and it's unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that tune is kind of, it's about a lot of things. Um, it's about boundaries. It's about, the world we find ourselves in it's about uh western movies i wrote started writing it in france um that's a cool song i like that i, I speak for myself i think it's a fun song to play um and that lyric in particular was pretty much about just the uh the black lives matter protests and things like that and like you know a lot of and things you know similar related things that it's you know sometimes flower power and peace works other times you need to you know burn something mm -hmm. so, you know uh that's really without that's about you know and then the next line uh, it's a balance chief uh will we find redemption tune in next week that's probably my favorite one of my favorite lyrics on it because uh, i also like grew up with the old uh 
reruns of the old Batman uh, Adam West series. Like, mm-hmm. doing next this next week, same bat, yeah. same bat channel, like that whole thing. So mm-hmm. that idea of like, you know, will he, will we all be will we all you know figure this all out? You know, uh, we'll see. Tune in next week. And you know, I feel that way right now every day uh, since march 2020 honestly <laughs> yeah so that's the vibe and even you know uh, you could say 2016 you could say 2001 you mm-hmm. could say you know mm-hmm. whatever you know whatever floats your boat 1941 you yeah know, whatever. fair enough but you know whatever it is you know it's one of those things that yeah and that's life but uh, we go on huh very true <laughs> Uh, so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing the CP? Not good. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not good, Bob. Not good. Uh, no, in a, like, in a way of like, um, again, it was like pre like the songs were, re- it started pre-pandemic, but in the terms of like, Moth of the Flame is about like the artistic life and like the life of just being creative in general and trying to put, find meaning in putting your art on the internet in 2020 to um take what you can get is kind of it's like our ode to like the blue collar new jersey rockers before us it's like you know the first part is about sort of the old uh factory worker trope you know working a nine to five you know hates it and the second verse is about uh our existence of like the nine to nine and hating it yeah (laughs) um but but also re- recognizing that it could be a lot worse, you know, and it's kind of rock and roll Robin Hood vibe. And then was uh, in Miami, or we were broken down. So again, could be better headspace. <laughs> but the idea was that this sucks, but we're gonna get out of this, which again mm-hmm. really ended up translating well during the pandemic, during the not pandemic record I was writing. And then uh, on me again is about you know, like I said, boundaries and you know, learning how much we can take. And like, you know, learning how much we can, you know, lean on other people, but recognize then that everyone has their bound, their limits of how much we can put on other people and, you know, how mm-hmm. much we should put on ourselves and also just the general chaos and the world also. And then We Go On is this kind of this like cosmic um, little kind of almost like a dirge or like this like, you know, like your favorite song, We Go On, this idea of like, you know, that, you know, the energy that we leave behind will always, you know, be there again. And so try to be good to people as much as you can. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Should they blast at a party, work out to it? What do you personally recommend? That's a good question. Thank it's you. like a car, like windows down EP to me. That's what I guess. But All right. I yeah, would not say gym because I don't go to the gym. I mean, I, <laughs> I, could, I could definitely drive a fast car during Moths of the Flames intro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. right off the rip. I um, did that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. I know, but it's, yeah. definitely, it's definitely a cruising album, in my opinion, as well. Windows down. Uh, yeah, definitely a good time. It's a good driving CD, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's an impactful 20 minutes of music, which I'm very proud of. And like the uh, part of the discussion was like, should we make is this the first half of an album? Are these all singles? Like, what is it? And I felt like, no, these five songs are something as themselves as they are now. Like, with the fight yeah. doesn't be anything else. And like, you know, I'm pretty proud of that. And like, yeah, I think it's a car record. Um, it could be a friends, like a hanging out with friends record. Um, 
could be a listen to by yourself in your bedroom when yeah. you're really sad. Or honestly, mm -hmm. like while you're working and you have it on and you're listening to it as well too. I listen to it at work. Our songs like with my speaker off my toolbox. We're gonna listen to the uh we're gonna release the lo-fi study beats version. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Perfect for all your schoolwork needs. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe the cp for new listeners in three words no more no less all four you have to do it was it energetic yeah. um <laughs> describe, describe i don't know what words. you said three words ep three words ep describe the EP. reckless <laughs> <laughs> I reckless. reckless um i said exciting that's two uh Oh, three words each. Oh, three words each. Oh, okay. Each, right. yeah. James, what are your other two? All right. Let me come back to me. Uh, I'll say rocking, <laughs> positive, and um, just you know, all around good vibes. Oh, yeah. All right. as, as much as we can all around. Okay. I would say upbeat, hopeful, and different. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he's energetic. Um, I want to say resilient, but I don't think that, I don't know if that fits, but like in a way it is. Um, strong. Mm. Good. Very good. I feel good about them, and again, I'm excited for people to hear them. Not only because I want to move on to the next thing, but because <laughs> I, I want them all to have their moment. We really took our time with them. Like we, like our pal Joe Palm, who recorded and mixed it, will tell you. Like we spent a lot of time on going back and forth. We did a lot of Zoom mixing sessions, and like we really put a lot of time into these. So I'm really just excited to for people to hear them. We thought these were going to be done back in June, but they were done like December 30th. <laughs> I'd say it's reckless, mm -hmm. has really good flow, mm -hmm. and um, let's see, I had the third one right off the top of my head, but definitely flows nicely, and it's loud. There you uh, go. Good answers, everyone. Perfect. Uh, so, oh. No, I'm saying we, we got the answers. We got through all the, we managed to pull out three words each. Somehow. You did it. There you go, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? I want it to inspire them to do whatever it is that's going to make them and also help hopefully inspire them to add some sort of positive uh, element to their world that maybe wasn't there previously. But we don't want you to break down in anywhere. Yeah, we, yeah, we <laughs> yeah. don't want you to break down. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah no i mean that that pretty much that's a good one john anything to add yeah no i like that yeah i think whatever you take away from it is like your own personal journey too like you know we interpret the songs in one way but like you know other people might interpret it in different ways and i feel like that's like the beauty of it for sure um so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice Ooh. snack of choice <laughs> mm -hmm. Dang. Um, combos come to mind because it's just like it's like a terrible thing that we never actually probably eat most days. But like just like a gas station, like a pack of combos, like the pizza one. Yeah, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I feel like also I need some sort of sweet treat as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I feel like some sort of 
either Sour Patch or Skittles, perhaps. Yeah. There you go. And then um, a soda, perhaps, if I've been good. I think I deserve it. I'm maybe oh. a soda. Yeah. I typically have like a Red Bull or a Gatorade, some sort Gatorade. of sweet like he had. And usually, you know, the baked Lay's chips? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cheddar, cheddar baked Lay's chips. Oof. I will buy those anytime I see them at any stop we take. And, yeah. and I'll just come out with like a freaking Slim Jim or something. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Baked chips are the best version of <laughs> chips. I'm putting that out there now. Bold. Bold. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm usually like a Doritos guy, like Doritos, Gatorade, red or blue, red. Both good. How about you, John? Uh, probably like a Gatorade. I like to stay hydrated. And then <laughs> the you ever have the Mocha Kit Kat? Oh hell yeah! Best Kit Kat. I think so. Very delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna say coffee, John. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you're like a, you know, oh, that's true too. John's a go-to coffee. Like, I love coffee, and I need co- like I do like coffee and stuff. But like, I feel like John's John like, needs our- coffee. John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm right up there with 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 John on that one. But I'm more like coffee in the morning. So like, if we're filling up in the morning, and I'm absolutely getting the coffee. Fair enough. Sure. All right. All right. Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Oh, a dish? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? What like, kind of food? Yeah, what food yeah like a food dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would be like, all right, say you just ordered pizza, right? And you know okay. how, like, you know, <laughs> there'll be like a couple slices left over in the box and like the stove in the kitchen the next day and the box is like half open and there's like crust and stuff in the corner of the box. Yeah. That's the band. You're not selling the band at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Leftover pizza crust. All right. I, I guess we got, we got the part that you're going to like cut up and post on Instagram when this comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't come up with anything yeah. better. Sure. I like that. No, you had it so yeah. like, vividly <laughs> described. That's oh, it. God. Can't even top that. Oh my God. That's so gross. <laughs> Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music. So if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be and why? My first instinct was dog. My second instinct was giraffe because I'm not very tall. And I think that could be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't know what, what's my answer. <laughs> what I Maybe some kind of bird because I feel like I could just like fly around. You know? Bird is way better. <laughs> yeah. I'd totally be some sort of cat. I think either a panther or a tiger, but my fiance actually turned me into a cat person. And I'm a cat dad of two cats. And I would absolutely be some sort of big cat in the wild, all my own, just hunting whatever comes my way. (laughs) I love that. Perfect. Yeah, I, I might have to second the cat because I too became a cat person during the pandemic because my fiance got me into cats yes. and now i am a cat dad yes. as well oh my god <laughs> he lives one one pretty wonderful right. life and we'll, we'll ride together yeah. <laughs> perfect all right uh, so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist dead or alive who would it be and why uh, who would the famous uh celebrity you'd want to have a meal with it's dead or lemmy. alive lemmy motorhead yeah. yeah okay that's it that makes sense for you Andrew Andrew needs to listen to Motorhead Uh, before every show. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Piano Man, yes. 
right. No, you mean no, Billy Joe Green Day. Yeah. Oh, Green Day. Yeah. You know, I, I was fucking around and said piano man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's really hard. Like my, my fourth grade me says Abraham Lincoln. Like, yeah, it like that'd be cool. To like, but I'll, I don't know. Also, um, I don't know. George Harrison. That'd be pretty cool. Keith Richards. All right. All right. Perfect. Uh, so for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can bring one movie, one album, and one person. Who and what are you bringing? Well, I think we all have to say our fiancés yes, or wives. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we are a certified wife guy band. Yeah. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. bad, bad proudly. So. So you, you can, on Desert Island, you have a movie, an album, and a person. All right, yeah. So my fiance, the pers- the the album would probably be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I don't know if I can think of an album. Well, hold on, so we'll come back to it. Like so for me, it would be about my fiance Rachel. We I would probably bring oh. Born to Run, <laughs> and then movie. I would probably bring Empire Strikes Back. I'm definitely bringing, <laughs> I'll be bringing Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talladega Nights is good. You would bring Talladega Nights. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That movie never gets old, at least in my no. opinion. Or Blazing Saddles. I'd bring that too. Um, Maybe that is album. Yeah, what album would you bring? That's so hard. I don't know. Jesus of Suburbia. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like personal hell actually you tracked down <laughs> only our record no it's like critique yourself yeah. Yeah. no I wanted to put that part there no I wish boosted the baby. um let's see yeah obviously my fiance Pam um album uh Jesus uh, I probably some probably like the Against Me Live record. That's a good one. I think that's probably uh, all of ours. Yeah, um, you didn't pick your Motorhead album, dude. Because it's a greatest hits compilation. <laughs> um, and movie, Back to the Future. Ah, banger. All right. Um. All right. So obviously, my wife, I would bring. I feel like I'm obligated now to pick a movie that she likes. <laughs> um, uh. Lindsay Lohan's Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that is a quality film. And the soundtrack from Lindsay Lohan's Freaky Friday. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, cool. Soundtrack in the movie, you have to have the actual soundtrack. So you can yeah, because sometimes you just want to listen and not watch. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Fair of enough. Of course. <laughs> Um, so as I said, that's all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Um, it's very telling to me that none of them said they would bring me on the desert island. <laughs> I'm sorry. They have fiancés and wives to bring, and you don't fit that bill. <laughs> no. I wouldn't bring them either, but it's fine. Um, oh. so yeah, our new single, Moths of the Flame, is out now via Telegraph Hill Records. You can spin that on Spotify, on Bandcamp, on Apple Music, uh, anywhere we steal music. And the music video is up on YouTube. And then our new, uh, we're going to be... Uh, we're doing a record release show on April 8th and 9th at the Saint in Asbury Park. We have amazing lineups with people from all around the East Coast playing with us. And uh, we're putting out that EP we go on on April 8th via Telegraph Hill Records. And that's going to be everywhere you consume media. 
as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, well, thank you for now. This guy's been Bobby Mahoney in the Seventh Sun, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>